morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradeach, Elik Sheni, Kulchas Nedorim, Halacha Dalit, Paragraph Tesayim. Today is Tu Bishvat, Rosh Hashanah Leilonois, a special holiday. We dedicate the learning today, Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yaakov Kedalia Bereb Nesano, whose yard site is tomorrow on the 16th of Shvat, and also Le'ilu Nishmas Eliezer Lipov ben Yaakov Mordechai, whose yard site is on the 17th of Shvat, Le'ilu Nishmas Devoyrafego Bas Rezel, whose yard site is on the 17th of Shvat. We dedicate the learning for a complete Rafu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Bas Galia, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Kitgenel Bas Sipura, Rubalei Bas Sipura, Eitan Yoel Ben Edna, Tuvitzi Ben Chayaliza, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shlomen Isim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, Sor Gittel Bas Chanariva, Yusbehendel Bas Gitteleia, Sor Rochel Bas Yusbehendel, Avivelon Bas Yusbehendel, Yerachmiel, Yisroel Doiv Ben Rumet Nechama, Chaim Ben Rachel, Besuch Sharchel Yisroel, Arbev Tezayin. V'zeh Mavura Muvan Ba'atoranal, and Rabbeinazal explains very clearly in Chapter 7 in the second half of Likut Imran, which this halacha is based on, Shezois HaBechina Shel Dorimala V'Dorimato, Hi Bekama Bechinais, that this concept of the upper level and the lower level comes in various, various levels and forms. Because when we speak in general about all the worlds that Hashem has created, the upper worlds, and the angels and all the heavenly spheres are referred to as the Dorimala, the upper level, and the earth and everything on it and all human beings are referred to as Dorimata. But among human beings also, there's upper level and lower level. Because the, the tzaddikim who are on a very high level, they are referred to as the Dorimala, the upper level. And the people who are on a very low level spiritually, they are referred to as the Dorimata. As is clear in that chapter on the Kutimran. And the tzaddik, who's on the highest level, who's like Moshe Rabbeinu, he has to shine Hashem's light and Torah into all of them and to attach all of them to Hashem. To show those who are on a very high level, that level called Ma, he has to show them the concept of ma, what? What do you know? You don't know anything yet. They don't know anything yet. 
and on the opposite extreme, those who are on a very low level, the tzaddik has to show them this message of that Hashem's kavod is everywhere. Hashem is with you, no matter how far down you are. Because we already explained earlier, that the Yitzhahara that we, each and every one of us, deals with, this adversary who tries to block us from serving Hashem, originates from the Kitrug Hamalachim, <clears throat> the, the complaint of the or angels way back at the time of creation, Shteomru, who said to Hashem, who is man that you should think about him, that you should want to do anything on his behalf? Man is going to commit sins. And it's very well known in Rabbi Nezal's words, especially in chapter 72 that there are many different types and different levels of Yetzirah. There's a person who's on a low level, whose Yetzahara is on a very low level. We're referring here to the Yetzahara of ordinary people, where that Yetzahara expresses itself in the person wanting things that they shouldn't want, wanting to commit sins. Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 72 in Likud Imran that that Yetzirah comes into existence through a spoilage in the blood of the person. The person's blood, the person eats things that they're not allowed to eat, chas v'sholem, or does other sins, and that causes their blood to become damaged. And this Yetzirah is an expression of that damaged blood. But there's a higher level Yetzirah, etc. And Rabbi Nezal goes on to say over there in the Kutimran that there is, by Tzadikim, their Yetzirah is a very holy angel. Their Yetzirah is not telling them to eat something traced or, or to, to break Shabbos. Their Yetzirah is on a much, much higher level. And, and trying to get them to make mistakes that are much, much more refined. And all of these Yetzirahs all come from Kaviochel, the left side, the Midas Hadin, Gvura. That's where the opposition those angels who oppose the creation of man, that's where they come from, this concept of the left side, dinim, gvurais. Their complaints, their opposition to the creation of man came from gvurais and dinim. And in the Gemara, in the Medrash, where it refers to this, it actually says that there were two sets of angels. There were those on the right, and those on the left. The angels on the right side were defending going ahead with the creation of man. The angels on the left side 
were complaining and opposing the creation of men. The Zohar Kodesh says that the Eitzahara comes from these original kings that weren't perfected, that didn't get their tikkun yet. This is referring to at the end of Parshas Vayishlach. There's a portion in the Torah there where it lists a whole bunch of kings that lived for a certain period and died. These are kings in the Sitrachra. And the Zohar shows that this refers to what took place at the beginning of creation, a certain concept of certain Kitrugim, certain opposition. And it's from there, from that left side, from those opposing angels, that all the eight Saharas that we human beings have to deal with all of our eight Saharas originate from there. Each person on their level, each eight Sahara on its level. Because in the beginning, when a person is on a very low level, the eight Sahara teases that person and tries to entice that person to want what they're not allowed to want, and tend to, to have all kinds of midos roys, gaiva, kas, all kinds of bad midos. But when a person is to overcome that Yetzirah and to destroy that low-level Yetzirah, then the person gets the Yitzhahara from a much higher level. Because there's the famous statement in the Gemara, whoever is on a higher level than someone else has a higher level Yitzhahara to deal with. As Rabbeinazal also refers to this in that chapter 72, where he talks about the different types and the different levels of Yetzirah. V'yesh g'doylim she'kvar shibru ha-Yetzirah legamri, there are people who are on a very high level who already destroyed the ordinary Yetzirah completely. V'azai mislabesh bohem ha-Yetzirah shel bechinas dorimala. And then, those people have to contend with the Yitzhahara of the very high level, which Rabbeinazal refers to over there as a very holy angel. And even though it's a holy angel, it's still a negative angel. It's, a it's an evil inclination. Meaning that this person who's on a very high level, Baruchnius, the Yitzhahara that that person has is in the form of those original angels who we said came from the left side, from Gvurais and Dinim, 
who opposed the creation of man. The Amru, they said to Hashem, What is man worth that you should want to, to remember him and give him the Torah? Meaning that this person on this very high level, his Yetzirah is not trying to get him to do Averis. His Yetzirah is related to coming close to Hashem. As Rabbeinu Zal writes over there in chapter 72 in Likud Imran, Sheyesh Yetzirah Godoil there is a major Yetzir Hara when it comes to a person coming close to Hashem, trying to get the person to do more than they're capable of doing, or to go quicker than they should be going. Bechinas, as it says by Matan Torah, Pen el Hashem la'alos. Hashem warns Moshe Rabbeinu, tell the Jews to be careful that heaven help them if they try to rush up the mountain, if they try to cross the do not enter line and, and try to go up on the mountain when they're not allowed to. We're talking here about a person who wants only to come close to Hashem and to keep climbing, going higher and higher, without any interruptions, without any stops, without any resting stops. And this person doesn't want to lower themselves at all, at any point in time, to serve Hashem with simplicity. To serve Hashem in a very simple, sincere way. And thereby to elevate all the lower levels to Hashem, to give them also the ability to be elevated to Hashem. Meaning, the person doesn't want to go to sleep, they don't want to eat, they want to be totally spiritual, totally ruchni. Because this person thinks that they're already close to Hashem, they're already very holy, and they understand what Hashem really wants. And based on that person's perception of how they think they understand Hashem, that person thinks <coughs> it's not worth it to lower themselves to those lower levels. For example, to try to bring close to Hashem those people who are very far from Hashem. However, the truth is, this is a major, major mistake. Because the truth is, a tzaddik is not considered a complete tzaddik 
unless he if if he only wants to be up there and not down there at all. As Rabbeinazal explains over there in Torah Zion in the second half of Likut Imran, which this halach is based on, the main perfection of a tzaddik is that he should be on a very high level, very high up, and also far down to connect both. And this is why Rabbi Nezal says there that every single person is required to be involved in perpetuating mankind. To make sure that when he leaves the world and goes up, to make sure that he leaves down here things, people that will perpetuate his existence in this world, like a son or a student who will receive from him his knowledge while he's living down here, so that even when he leaves this world, he's still existing down here in his sons, in his students. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there, in paragraph Dalit, in Torah Zion over there. Ayin Shom, take a look over there. Alkain, we'll just finish the next paragraph and then we'll take questions. Alkain, Ulam, Srichim, Rebbe, Umanhig. Therefore, everybody needs a Rebbe and a leader. Afilu Hagedoilim Bemalo, even those people who are on a very high level, Baruchnius, people who are learning Torah full time. Mikolshgain, Haktanim, especially those people who are on a low level spiritually. Those people who are on a very high level, they need a Rebbe, a teacher, who will, who will show them what, what do you know? You don't, you don't know anything yet. There's much higher levels than what you've reached. To be able to enlighten them and make them realize that they don't know anything yet about the greatness of Hashem. And it's not like they're thinking based on their perception of the greatness of Hashem. How is it possible to think that Hashem is going to get satisfaction from people who aren't religious at all, or people who are minimally religious, people on a very low level? They're not right. But just the opposite of what they're thinking. This is the real greatness, the real pride of Hashem. When Hashem receives satisfaction, nachas, from people who are on a very low level. Because we have no perception at all of how great Hashem really is. So those people who are very learned, they think they, un- they know how great Hashem is. They don't know anything yet. The Tzadik has to be able to show them this. 
שהגיע הצדק לבחינס מה, בחינס תכלס הידיע שלוי נדע, and as a result of this specifically, that the tzadik is, reaches this madrega called ma, he reaches the highest level of knowledge, which is realizing that we don't know, that we can't perceive Hashem's greatness, and by his being on that level, he's able to show these very learned people, what do you know, that they don't know anything yet, that enables him to be able to show the people who are on a very low level, to show them that Hashem is everywhere. You think that, that there, there are people who think Hashem is only up there? Hashem is up there and down there. As Rabbi Nassau quotes a Pasuk, where it says, wake up and sing, you who are lying in the dirt. Why should they wake up and sing? Because the tzaddik makes them realize that even though they're lying in the dirt, Hashem is there with them, and they're still connected to Hashem, and Hashem gets tremendous nafas from any slight movement that they make towards Kedusha. Umechaskom, and the tzaddik gives them encouragement, umikimom, and he, he elevates them, that they should never give up hope. Because Hashem draws satisfaction and joy from them also. As is explained in chapter 7 in the second half of the Kudiman, the canal, and, and as we discussed earlier. Any questions? I have a question in the chat, please. Let's see if question in the chat <clears throat> that we mentioned earlier, that the angels who oppose the creation of man are related to the kings that broke. If so, they should be happy that man was created, since man is the one who's bringing tikkun to these malachim. <clears throat> they shouldn't oppose man's creation. Or are they part of the klipos themselves who are created by the shvira? The answer is correct. These angels are, are part of the problem in a sense. And, and they don't realize necessarily that, that man is the only one who's in a position to, to, to correct this problem. And, and it, to the extent that they do realize it, they're jealous of man. There's this concept of kinas hamalachim. Even though people have asked me in the past, what do you mean? An angel has kina? An angel has jealousy? The answer is, that's the term that's used in the Medrash, in the Gemara, this term. It seems there is a certain aspect of jealousy, that they are envious of us, that some sometimes they realize and know 
that we can do things that they can't. And we have the ability, the potential to come closer to Hashem than they do. Another question in the chat is Rav Nosenzal saying that those people who want to be entirely spiritual without eating and sleeping and those and the other people who don't want to be makariv, people who are far from Hashem, that they have a similar type of wrong motivation. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. We're going to see, <clears throat> Rav Nosenzal is going to mention, give us some examples soon. Nimtza, we conclude therefore, Shegam Hatsadikim Hagedoilim Bemalo, Srichim Lishmoresatsmon, Mehayet Sahara Shalamala, Shugvuesadinim. We we see therefore that even those Sadikim who are on a very high level, they have to be very careful to watch out from the type of Yet Sahara that's on that high level, that's Gvuroisandinim. Shehu Bechinas Kitrug Hamalochim, the Sahara that's most closely related to those angels who oppose the creation of man, Mo Enoish. Umi Bechinas Yetzahara Zeh, Nimshach Kama Vekama Mine Pegomim, Misha Enoi Mishabre Koroi. And from this very high level Yetzahara come a variety of mistakes that, 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 ha- that occur by a person who doesn't succeed in breaking, in overcoming that Yetzahara. Because just like there are, there's incredible variety among the Yetzahara's of people who are on a low level, this one likes chocolate, this one likes uh, uh, women that are off ba- out of bounds to them, this one likes that, all the different varieties of Yetzirahs and sins that the Yetzirahs of, of people on a low level have, because even among the Rishoim, they're not all the same, and they're not all on the same level. There's thousands and thousands of levels among Rishoim. And so too, the people who are in the intermediate level, they're not Rishoim and they're not Sadiqim. Also, there are thousands of levels. There also, the Yitzhahara of the Sadiqim, the people on a high level, there are thousands and tens of thousands of levels. Because there are tzaddikim who are on a very high level, who even broke the Yitzhahara on a high level. However, they made tiny, tiny, tiny mistakes on their level. And there are certain great tzaddikim whose pigam is a little bit greater than that. However, still, we're talking for now on a very, very fine level. 
very, very fine. V'alkein nisharu be'emes al-omdam. And therefore, even though they made a small error, they still retained their level. V'nisharut tzadikim gemurim gedoilim b'malam oid. They're still, they still remained great, very, very great, complete tzadikim. Even though they're not 100% complete, they're 99.9% complete. However, our rabbis point out that by these great tzadikim, on their level, it was considered a tiny error. When we speak about, for example, the, the shvotim, avoyesh shahoyu gedoilim b'malo, However, there are those who were at one point on a very high level and fell into major, major mistakes and errors as a result of the Yetzirah that they had to battle against. For example, the Yetzirah regarding coming close to Hashem, wanting to try to get too close or to go too quickly, to the point where these tzaddikim ended up making major mistakes, which caused them to fall completely from their original levels. And now Rav Nosnesal gives us examples. This is related to the famous Gemara and Chagiga, where it speaks about four Tanoim, four rabbis of the Gemara, that entered into a very, very high spiritual place. Shterak Rabbi Akiva, Nichnas B'Shalom, Ve'yotza B'Shalom, where the Gemara says that the other three ran into trouble, had problems. Only Rabbi Akiva entered in peace and left in peace. That's the wording of the Gemara. Rav Zal says, look at this. Nichnas daika. Note the terminology in the Gemara. He entered and he left. Because just like a person is required to enter into very, very high levels of Kedusha, the person is required to know when to leave and how to leave. Bebechinas, as the Zohar Kodesh says, Fortunate is the person who is to enter and to leave. Because a tzaddik is not considered perfect, is not considered complete if he only goes up. But rather, the tzaddik has to be on a, on a high level, in a high place, and also to be able to go down to a low place. These two rabbis, Ben Azai and Ben Zoyma, who were two of those four rabbis, they were very great, awesome, holy tzaddikim. However, they made a very slight error 
in this process of going up to that very high place. The Alkain, and therefore, the Gemara says, one of the two looked and was damaged in the process, and the other one looked and died. Rav Nosenthal says, the fact that the Gemara uses this term, he looked, it implies that they looked too much. They were looking too much. They were looking too high. This is also the error of Nodov and Aviu, where the Torah says clearly, in coming close to Hashem, they died. How do you die by coming close to Hashem? Hashem is life. Hashem is the source of, Hashem is called Chaya Chaim. The answer is, if you try to get too close, or if you try to get to go too quickly, they wanted to get too close to Hashem. And they violated that warning that Hashem gave, watch out, watch out. You cross that line that you're not supposed to cross, you're going to be hurt in the process. And this ties in also beautifully with what it says in the Medrash, in the Yalkut Shemoni, Shehapegam shal nodav aviyu, v'chein shal ben azayu ben that the error of Nodov and Aviyu and the error of Ben Azai and Ben Zoyma came about because they weren't married. They, they refused to marry women. Look how Rabbi Nosanzal shows us now. Look at the terminology that Rabbi Nosanzal uses over there in Likut Imran, that our mission in this world is to be involved in Yishuv Ha'olam, in perpetuating mankind. And they were not willing to perpetuate mankind. They weren't willing to perform the first mitzvah in the Torah, which is to get married and bring children into the world. Lahashir daitom hanoira lamato, to make sure to leave their awesome das down here on earth when, when they leave. Because they thought on a certain level that it's okay for a person only to be up there. You don't have to be in both. You don't have to be up there and down there at the same time. But the truth is not like what they thought. Any questions? Nasa, yes, we see that something in the case of Rabbeinu that uh, after his wife passed away, he he also separated himself, and so we see from from right. So we see that there are sometimes he remarried. He he remarried, but didn't he refrain from uh, from? The answer is yes, but but oh, because. Number one, because he had already married, had already brought children to the world. Number one. Number two, he was teaching students. And he understood that at that point in his life, 
as long as he was actually married, even if he and his wife weren't together, that was enough. Just like we find in the case of Moshe Rabbeinu, by Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu got married, he had children, and then at a certain point in time, Hashem said to him, the ato poi amoidi modi, and you stay here with me. And the Gemara and the Zohar Kodesh say that Moshe Rabbeinu was required at that point in time to separate from his wife. Remember, that's when Miriam Hanavia says, I don't understand. But when, when Sipoira said she felt sorry for the Nevi'im, <clears throat> she felt sorry for their wives. So Miriam and Anne said, why? What's, what, what's... She, so Tzipora said, because my husband separated from me. So Miriam and Aaron questioned this, and they said, why? We're all prophets. We didn't have to separate. And that's when Hashem said to them, you're comparing yourself to Moshe Rabbeinu? Even though you're prophets, you're comparing yourself to Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe Rabbeinu is something entirely different. So Rabbeinu Zal, at that point in his life, realized that that's the way he, he needed to live. And his wife was in agreement. His second wife agreed to this when they got married. That's the other point. Understood. So do, do you think the, the mistake of Nadav and Aviv was they thought that that was also their mission? In the, to, that they were in that level? Exactly. Listen to this. This will explain why the Torah portion that we read on Yom Kippur in the morning is We read about the passing away of Nodav and coming close to Hashem. Why, out of all the different Torah portions to read on Yom Kippur, this is what we read. Because as Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 7 in Likut Imran, he writes there, that the greatest act of kindness that a person could possibly perform in this world is to take somebody out of sin. And that's what the greatest tzaddikim, Moshe Rabbeinu, the other tzaddikim, their mission is to get us out of sin and to draw the holiness of the Beis Hamikdosh into the world, which is where the Kohen Godel entered on Yom Kippur, one person, one day a year was allowed to enter into the Holy of Holies in the Beis Hamikdosh, more so than any other day in the year. And Rabbi Nezal shows there in Likud Imran that what makes the Beis Hamikdosh so special and so holy is the fact that the Beis Hamikdash brings together the highest levels and the lowest levels. We, we bring animals, behemoths, and birds into the Beis Hamikdash. There are people who are offering sacrifices that cost $2,000, an ox. And there are people that are offering sacrifices that cost 
$2, a handful of flour. All the Beis combines all different levels. Shezel Bechinas Ben Vitalmid. As Rabbeinus Al shows there in the Kutuman, this refers to the two different levels, the son and the student. The Beis is a combination of both. As Rabbeinus Al expounds on this in the first paragraph of chapter 7 in Likud Imran, the second half of Likud Imran. This is the exact opposite of the mistake of not of an aviu. They did not put in effort to, to leave behind a son or a student, you know, in, in the world before they left the world. And this was also the mistake, the sin of the Maraglim, who sinned against Eretz Yisroel, whereby we are involved in correcting that mistake on Yom Kippur, and the special prayer that we say on Yom Kippur is like the slachno that Moshe Rabbeinu said when the Meraglim spoke against Eretz Yisroel. Because as a result of the sin of the Meraglim, when they returned on Tishabov and gave their bad report about Eretz Yisroel, and the Jews cried at that time, Hashem said, this day of Tishabov is going to be a day of real mourning, where the, both Beis Hamikdashis are going to be destroyed on this day. As Rabbein Azal explains there in the Kutimran, that this sin of the Meraglim, all sins are tied into that. Because the Meraglim sinned in this manner in a very, very big way to the point where they fell all the way down. Because we already explained earlier, that there are thousands and tens of thousands of levels regarding these mistakes. As we find regarding those four Tanoim who entered into the Pardes. Those two, Benazai and Benzoima, even though they didn't achieve the success of Rabbi Akiva, of entering and leaving in peace, but they still, even though they made a slight error, they still remained great, awesome tzaddikim. But the fourth rabbi, Rabbi Elisha ben Avuya, who the Gemara says that from that point on, they didn't even mention his name again. They referred to him as Acher, the outsider, the other one. Nofa legamri rachmon He had a complete, complete fall. The kitzetz benetios, he denied the existence, the oneness of Hashem. Va'omar chas v'shalom, shtei 
And he came out of there saying that there are two, there are two Hashem's caveat, there are two creators. Because of the fact that he he didn't bind together the lower world and the to the upper world. The Omad Al Daitoi Shenit Meloi Shekfar Yeshloi Das Godoil Veroi Loi Leida Kol Darke Hashem, and and he relied on his intellect, and he thought that he already understands the ways of Hashem. Exactly how Hashem enjoys the actions of human beings. And as a result of Acher thinking that he understood Hashem completely, unfortunately, it led to him falling into questions and paradoxes. To the point where he entered into questions that he couldn't resolve rationally. He couldn't resolve with his intellect. And as a result of this, he fell to the very low places that he fell. He left his holiness completely. The Kitsaits Benetios and ended up denying denying the oneness of Hashem, Hasvisham. The Holzer, Mahmashalizoho le Kabel Ho Oras Hat Sadik Hagodol Mimenu. And all of this is because he wasn't privileged to receive light from the Tzadik who was on a higher level than him. Shahubahinas Ma. The tzaddik who was on the level of Ma, like Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Akoyin. Just this past Shabbos, we read Parshas Bishalach, where Moshe Rabbeinu says twice, Venachnu Ma, we are nothing. Showing that Moshe Rabbeinu got to this madrega of Ma. Bechinas Mechomis, what do you see? She'oz yoidea she'enoidea klal. When a tzaddik reaches that level, he realizes that he doesn't know anything about the greatness of Hashem. And we cannot understand the ways of Hashem. Now, Rab Nosanzal says that what we're expressing here is hinted to in the words of the Gemara, where the Gemara describes what Acher saw that caused confusion. The Gemara says there, my what did Acher actually see that got him to become confused? Chozo matat de Yisrael. He saw the highest level angel in heaven, the angel that's called Matat. We don't pronounce his full name. The full name is actually Matat, and then the word Roin. You put those two together. He saw this angel that who was given permission to sit and write the merits of Klal Yisrael. Ulefi Tausoi, and and based on Acher's mistaken understanding, Nidmeloi she'ein shayach lemalo leishe v'lichtoif hazuchos. 
it seemed to him that it doesn't make any sense that up there in this highest, highest place in heaven, they're writing, they're taking pride in the merit of earthlings. And this confused him, and this caused them to end up denying the oneness of Hashem. It looked to him as if there's two. There's Hashem, and this angel Matat is like another Hashem Chas V'Shom. Because he relied on his intellect. He thought that he already understands Hashem. And he he was he wasn't willing to put his intellect aside completely and just rely on Emuna. I believe Hashem Echod, that there's one Hashem only. And this was also the, the sin of the Maraglim. They were on a very high level before they went on this mission. The Zohar Kodesh says that they were on a higher level than Eretz Yisroel. Eretz Yisroel is associated with the lower Shechina. They were connected to the upper Shechina. What Eretz Yisroel is really all about is Emuna. As it says clearly in Tehillim, live in the land and be nourished with Emuna. And as a result of the fantastic emuna that a person can achieve in Eretz Yisroel, that enables the person to be able to bind the upper worlds and the lower worlds together. And that's called perfection. That's called completion. And a person cannot achieve that without having complete faith. And therefore, all elevations of a Jew going from one level to the next, going higher and higher in Madregas, are dependent on Eretz Yisroel. As Rabbi Nezal explains in chapter 20 in Likud Imran, where he speaks about, he speaks about, where he says it's impossible to be a real Jew, which means to be constantly climbing from one level to the next level without Eretz Yisroel. Because it's there in Eretz Yisroel that a person can achieve complete emuna, which a person is to <clears throat> through those makifin, by constantly learning new things that they didn't know before, by a person achieving the, epi- the, the epitome of knowledge, 
which is not knowing. And it's only through this highest level of emuna that a person is to all of the high levels that a Jew is supposed to try to get to and that a Jew can get to. Now note, interestingly, in, in this last week's Pasha, Pasha's Bishalach, it speaks about the Jews receiving the mon. And we've mentioned in the past, Rabbi Freumel writes, that when they saw the mon, they said, mon who? What it? What is it? Because they didn't know what it was. And whenever the mon is mentioned in the Torah, it always says, or asher lo yedatem, that mon is about not knowing, realizing that we don't know. And Rabbi Freumel says that the words mon hu make up the word emuna. Emuna means I realize that I don't see, I don't understand. That's what emuna is all about. And here Rabbi Nosson is showing us that again, emuna comes from makifin. Emuna comes from a person learning, every time a person learns something new, and they don't think, now I know it all. The more they learn something new, they realize that just like yesterday, I didn't know this, and now I know this, tomorrow I'm going to learn still newer things, and I'm going to realize that there's other things that I don't know. The more we're getting to know things that we don't know, the more we realize how much more there is out there that we don't know. And that's dependent, that's what emuna is all about. Any questions? Good morning, Rav Nossin. Um, two questions, please. The first is, Rav Nossin's was medaic in the word hatesits. They look beyond their level. So on the one hand, my understanding, my understanding is that the ratson has to be ramped up to a hundred, be beyond beyond my level. Keep keep wanting, wanting more. On the other hand, the actions cannot be in keeping with that ratson. I mean, they hate this is a good. The ratson behind that is a good thing, but the fact that they looked was not a good thing. Can Rabnosan clarify this dynamic between wanting higher and higher, but not necessarily, you know, acting higher and higher. The answer is correct. I believe what you're saying is correct. But e even in Rotzain, the Gemara, there's, there's a lot to say about this. The Gemara says, when it speaks about a student and a Rebbe, the Gemara says, much more than the calf wants to nurse, the mother cow who wants to give to the calf, much more than a student has desire to receive the Rebbe wants to give. But still, Rabbi Nezal shows in that chapter in the Kutumran, there's it's a delicate process. Everyone has to know when to stop. The, Rabbi Nezal shows there that when a student asks a question, when the Rebbe answers that question, automatically by providing the answer to that question, a new question pops up on the screen. And the Rebbe needs to be careful that if that student isn't ready to handle that new question, if that new question is going to blow the circuits, then the Rebbe has to be careful not to answer that previous question. 
there's a tremendous dynamic involved here in on one hand wanting to go forward but but knowing that it's a delicate process exercise a person wants to strengthen their muscles how do you do it through resistance resistance however a trainer a real trainer knows when to stop and there are people there are people who run marathons running marathon is a fabulous thing it's so good it's so healthy there are people who run marathons and collapse has shown some people actually die in the process or major damage because they didn't know the boundary they didn't know that this is a very good thing but but very Oh, the, the, the Torah says, Toiv is the Yetzer Toiv. Toiv Ma'oid is Malachamovis, is angel of death. That there's a concept, and, and again, in desire, yearning, a person is supposed to yearn to go higher and higher all the time. I want to do more. I, I want to do more, but I need to know today when to stop. And that if I don't stop, it's going to give me a setback. I give you, I gave the example person doing push-ups and everything they do a certain amount it strengthens them they feel good and everything they do a little more than that they get a little charley horse for a few hours but then the muscles get strengthened they do more than that and then they get charley horse where they can't exercise for a couple of days because they went too far and lahavdal in ruchnius there's this caution this caution caution of on one hand we wanna we 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 wanna we say Tashem Hashem draw me close to you. Acharecha Narutza will we're gonna run after you. But but running, you need to know how how quickly, how far, and when to stop. The Torah tells us there's a warning. The Torah tells us by Nodov and Aviu, Hashem Vayamusu, that there's a kirva selikim that kills. Adam and Chava, they they ate from the Eitz Hadas. They wanted Das. What could be wrong with that? What could be wrong with wanting Das? The answer is they wanted too much. The snake said to them, how would you like to be like Hashem? You know how Hashem got so smart? He ate from this tree. And if you'll eat from this tree, you'll be like Hashem. I don't want to be Hashem. I want to come close to Hashem. And even there, I want to do it correctly, the right way, the way that Sadiq can guide me. And that Sadiq knows when to say, step step back or stop, stop, that kind of thing. This is the whole concept, this limud of boki bahalocha, or Rabbi Nassim boki barotzi, boki b'shoiv. And Rabbi Nassim writes in a few places, that that knowledge is almost, it's very, very deep to be able to know what's too little, what's too much, what's just right. That's the whole meaning of emunas chachomim, that when the Torah speaks about having a Rebbe, it says, don't, de- don't deviate to the right or to the left of what the chachomim teach us, because they know, they know what's right, what's left, what's center, for each and every individual Talmud, for each and every person. Thank you very much, Professor. Anyone else, please?
Morning, Rav Nassim. A quick yes. question about yesterday's shir. Dr. Rabbi, can you just tell me very quickly, uh, what was I supposed to get with Dr. Rabbi? Because uh, high level, like in less than a minute. The, the title doctor is in Hebrew. It's abbreviated Dalit Reish. And the, the Zohar Kodesh tells us that Dalit Reish is the difference between faith in Hashem Faith in Hashem is Hashem Echad. Hashem is one. With this, with, with, we're going to be reading Parshas Yisroi this Shabbos. The first one of the Ten Commandments is, Anoichi Hashem Alekecha. I am your Hashem. I singular, Hashem Echad. The second commandment is, Lo Alponai. Do not accept any others, plural, Acherim, plural, Elokim Acherim. And if I recall correctly, Elohim Acherim is Bigimatria Moshe, that Moshe Rabbeinu is the equal opposite force to all of this idol worship, all the things that go against Hashem Chas v'shalem. So <coughs> we have the word Echad, and we have the word Acher, which we just mentioned previously over here, Acher. The difference between Echad and Acher is the difference between the Dalit and the Resh. The first two letters are the same, an Aleph and a Ches, it's the Dalit and the Reish. And this title, Doctor, Doctor of Philosophy, these Reform rabbis and, you know, Reform teachers who preferred that title, you know, the title Rabbi was, was, was demeaning in a sense. Doctor, Doctor, a Doctor of Divinity, or Rabbi Doctor, that was the title. And, and one of the Hasidic Shigadolim writes that, again, that's this, that's confusing this dollar. That's replacing the dollar with the resh. It's replacing sincere faith in Hashem with, with idol worship. Who's the idol? He's the idol. He thinks he's greater than Hashem. He thinks he's greater than the Torah. He thinks he's greater than the rabbis of the Torah, than the orthodox rabbis, than the rabbis of the Gemara. Thank you, Ramos. Wishing everybody a good Gebenched Yor, a good year. Today is Rosh Hashanah. Tu Bishvat, it's Rosh Hashanah Lilana. It's the Rosh Hashanah for trees. We should be zeicher to, to eat the, the fruits of Eretz Yisrael, especially, and to draw all the holiness and the closeness to Hashem that comes from eating properly and from learning Torah, from doing mitzvahs. We should get it all in, in the right way, the good way, and, and be zeicher to see the building of the third and final base amen